This is an SJC Radio production. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to Pit Stop. Finn, it is, I've written down for you. Series 6, episode 5. Excellent. Right, very good. We'll start off, there's never, we don't, there's never much news to talk about it. Before we get on to news, I had a thought about what we're talking about last time. What was that? I was telling you about when I went to the 1983 British Grand Prix and my brother ended up in a ditch and so on. What I realised was, is that that would never have happened if we had had smartphones back in 1983. You said that last week. Did I say that last week? You said, because we didn't have any smartphones at this. Now, now, you might say, ah, so here's the advantage of smartphones. Would you say that? Yeah. You would? But then I would say, okay... If you had the smartphone, then all these sort of, I don't know, challenging or interesting things would never happen to you. What, like crying and sitting there for a bit? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Sleeping in a ditch and crying because you lost your father. Those things wouldn't happen. No, you weren't in the ditch, were you? No, I wasn't. But, but I did lose my father on the following day. So these great experiences wouldn't have happened uh, had we had smartphones. And you wouldn't have these lovely, rather amusing anecdotes to tell. So what I'm saying is life is more boring with your smartphones. Right, moving on. News, I've got, do you, do you, have you, I mean, I've done preparation as normal. You two probably haven't. No, we don't need to. You don't, Finn doesn't need to. Um, In terms of, you've got some to tell us? Not really news, it's just, okay. um, Jules Bonacci died a few years, I think. Yeah, a few years ago. Seven, no, it's not seven. It's, in 2014, he died. Yes. Uh, not very long ago. Yeah. I think it was two years ago. Yeah, yeah, French one. Yeah, yeah. Um, also died three years ago. Yeah. Because they both died at the same, no, they died at the same game. They died at the same place. They did not, because Bianchi oh, he was, was killed in Suzuka. No, was it? Oh, it was. And that was silly. But, I mean, it was silly because they had a... They had a crane. He drove under them. They had a tractor on the sort of circuit or in the or in the sort of gravel trap, and the cars were still going around at sort of racing speed. So that was... That was we went off and so where did this so where, where are you going with this Finn nothing you just you just just saying you just saying that yeah. uh, those are the last two deaths we've had in Formula 1 Bianchi you said 2014 yeah, and, or Hubert well, not Formula 1 but, but uh, over a Grand Prix weekend yeah. and you're saying they're both French 
Yeah. Right. So. So, is that the point you're trying to make? No, or? I'm just saying. You you just saying. Yeah. Thank you for that, Finn. Now, very good. I've got some news. Um, it concerns the MotoGP calendar this year. The finish round. I think it's called the Kimi Ring or something. Castellay's back, isn't it? Well, hold on. Should we come to that? Oh, no, that's. Is that right? That's poor card. The Castellay's poor card. Yeah. Um, I think about GT. I'm not sure. Yeah, you might have to do some more, some more research into that. More preparation, then. So the Kimi Ring, uh, the finish round of the MotoGP, has been postponed. Uh, it's due to the circuit, I think, not being homologated, which I think means that the circuit's brand new, hasn't been given the all clear in terms of safety. And What's it called? The, the Kim Kimi Ring. Apparently, I mean, some of the riders have ridden around it. It's very tight and twisty, so it sounds a rubbish racetrack. So I'm not particularly disappointed about that. Uh, message to um, yes, too tight, twisty. Message to circuit designers: We want fast circuits with fast corners. We don't want lots of first and second gear corners. Yeah, that's very tight and twisty. Me and Mister Bird actually had a sort of face-off. We both made our own circuits round. We it's round Chelsea where we are based. We did, and I I, I think I won. Yeah, I thought do you my, want me to be to the side? Well, I haven't, I haven't got my circuit on me, but, but mine was rather good. I this actually, was good, I actually I incorporated the school, start from the straight, but it was outside school Finn because didn't. the yard could be used as the paddock. I don't think Finn talked about things like paddock, pit lanes and so on, but I did. My, mine was quite fast. Let's move on because our poor listeners or listener is you can't see uh, the, the, the circuit diagrams. Now, on that subject of listeners, now I've finally got access to our stats i'm going to ask will first guess how many downloads we've had since we've been doing this which has been about two, six episodes two, six terms so how many downloads do you reckon there have been 1300 oh did you just look at that no, I didn't. it's 1.29 thousand which is the same well i guess in the thousands okay well it is so it's 1.29 k I've done, William. So, I was, well, I was doing it, my predictions. It would have been slightly better, Will, had you gone for a really low guess, like, oh, no, 200. No, then I would have come back with 1.29 thousand. You'd have gone, well, that's amazing. Like, like, this is a great To be fair. We, we, could, always, we could always re-record that. So, yeah, no, do you want me to do you want to re-record that? No, we won't. No, I'm only joking. Shit, to me and Max have came on his shot off. Yes. And um, in terms of the um, episodes in the last sort of six months or so, the most popular one was the Qatar MotoGP one. I've got, I've got a, I've got a theory about that. Um, because when it comes to MotoGP, who does most of the talking? You. Me. And I think people like listening to, to me. Maybe more than they're listening to you two, Nantes. What? I'm joking. Yeah, I am joking. I am. Of course you do. Now, talking about you people, because last week being a MotoGP race actor, so do a, do a talking. And um, now. I, now, I did ask you, Will, to do a little bit of preparation here. So, Will, I want you to tell me your thoughts, feelings, whatever, about the Spanish Grand Prix at Barcelona. Then we'll come to you afterwards. Will, the floor is yours. Oh, okay. Speaking of Well, it was very, very... I was in Thorpe Park. We were, in oh, we were in Thorpe Park. We were all in Thorpe Park. We were all at Thorpe Park. Right. Okay. Well, I got back and watched the highlights, but did you watch the highlights? Oh, dear. Did Have you, you watched watch any of those? I watched the start. Right. And I watched someone Tristan's phone until it died. Oh. So, 
what, what can you tell us from from the little that Sides you saw? Sides had a dreadful start. Yes, that's true. Well, who was on that? Who was it? It was a mean third uh, willing. We all watched the we all and Guillermo. We all watched yeah. it on my phone we were on the rapids. I know. No, we're about to go on to Rumba Rapids. No, um, we watched a part of it. After did we? It. We watched the start. Just we got to Rumba Rapids. We saw the start. Right. So. Will, is that what you got to say? Uh, well, he, yeah. he, I know he came fourth, and yes. he, did, he, he did quite well. He tried right. his hardest, but right. it just wasn't going to be. Right. Finn, hopefully, did you watch the highlights? Say yes. Yeah. Good. Right, OK. Talk a little bit about your thoughts about Barcelona. I thought it was quite a good race for Damn. Barcelona. Yes. Um, well, basically, me and Kian, who Kian is quite a yes. one, he, oh, was, yes, yes, yes. he was wearing the Mercedes shirt. He was at Thorpe Park, yes. Yeah, um, and we... Um, they decided to go on the biggest one they could. So this is more a we're report. On the other lot. This is more a report on our trip to Thorpe Park. So me and Kian said, "Ah, oh, that's too bad. We're not going on that. It's too yeah. high." So we we sat down in about a forty-minute queue while the right one, while a different right was working, and we watched quite a lot of it. Okay. Um, on that day, Kian was wearing a Mercedes shirt. He was. And for quite a lot of, uh, quite a few, like. Ten of the laps, I think mm. Russell was leading. Yeah. We were going mental. Really? Yeah. And there was, oh, I think she was quite good. It was. It was. Uh, should I give me a star? Yes, please do. I want to give it a three. I would give. I personally, I, I would give it more than that. I, mean, I actually, this is the first time ever. Yeah. How much? You watched nine minutes, yeah? No, 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 no. I didn't this time. I, I recorded. I sat down and I watched the highlights on ITV. They're quite long highlights. Oh, and normally I watch a bit of it and turn it off. But I watched the whole highlights. I really enjoyed it. Um, goes to show what a good race it was. I would give it four out of five. And, and actually, as a Grand Prix four out of five, for a Spanish Grand Prix at Barcelona, I'd probably give it five out of five. Yeah. Oh, now, I now I think, I think you'll agree with me here, Finn. There is a reason why it was such a good race. And I, I, this, do you want to hear what I do? You want to hear what I say about this? Yeah. Because it links with something you were saying the other day. The other day, you were bemoaning, nice word, um, the lack of battles. You, 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 what does bemoaning mean? No, bemoaning, bemoaning. It means you're um, sad that there aren't more battles. Oh. If you're bemoaning something, it says you... No, I think I was saying about how there was there were lots of battles, which just... That's the, it, was just, it was just a car driving behind another car. That's the point I'm making. So a battle is something which goes on for lap after lap after lap. But you were saying... And I agree with you. In Formula One today, a car catches up, gets DRS, overtakes, goodbye, and no battle. It's just an overtake, and that's the end. Now, we actually had a battle, didn't we? Yeah. A, a prolonged battle, which went on for Russell. lap after. It was Russell Verstappen. and Verstappen. Why did that battle? Why did we have a battle for him? Something didn't go. Oh, right. Verstappen's DRS wasn't working. It wasn't some laps. It was, it was, it was kind of, working for a few of them. Yeah. It was working kind of at every other lap. Yeah. And this meant on the laps that he didn't have his DRS, he couldn't overtake. Then the next lap he get DRS, he get really, really close. The next lap he didn't have it. So he had a battle which went on and on and on, just like in the old days before DRS. And I suppose Russell, sorry, Verstappen not having DRS, it's a bit like the IndyCar equivalent of... You pressing your push to pass button, and the and the driver in front of you pressing his as well. So you've got no advantage. I, I'm I'm almost boring myself saying this. I'm going to repeat what I always say. They need to have push to pass. So actually, in Formula One, it would be what it would be is limited 
number of uses of DRS. That's uh -huh. a, so you, you got maybe, I would say, 10 uses of DRS in the whole Grand Prix. I've just solved all the Formula One's problems. Question. Here we go. So um, that's why I really enjoyed. That's what made the race. But also there were lots of lots of um, uh, spins. Right there. Turn one, two, three, four. Yeah. We both had spin. Verstappen. Yes. Signs. Well. But they signed for no reason. No. And then there was uh, at the start there was Hamilton and Magnussen. Yes. Well, they kind of connected. They kind of didn't they? And that was just a bit. But it was it was a race which was full of incident. Of course, we had Leclerc leading comfortably, retiring. Did you say that? I did say he was going to crash all the time. Well done. Did. Well done, Will. Well done. It was such an important thing. It was worth mentioning twice. Um, so yeah. Now, I was looking at something on the net this morning. Uh, winners and losers from Barcelona. We obviously know that Verstappen um, won. But who would you say there's were the other winners. There's an obvious winner here. Yeah, and you could say slightly, go slightly broader than that. Okay, so Hamilton and Russell are part of the... Well, Mercedes. Mercedes. Really. So you could say the winners were actually... Because it was their last chance to fix their car. they they done something to it. They got it. So Brilliant. So we've now got three competitive teams at the front, uh, which is really good. Um, so, I like that. Yeah, I so really there's no doubt Mercedes were big winners from the weekend. Um, yeah, so the first Grand Prix highlights I've watched all the way through and actually enjoyed it. We move on to the predictions table. Slightly disappointing because the idea is that I'm supposed to be sort of cutting into Finn's lead. Well, rather annoyingly, Finn top scored because he got Verstappen to win 25 points and he got Perez in the top three. It gives you 10 points. So you got 35 points, means your total is 230. <laughs> there was me trying to close the gap. I'm now, I only got 10 points by getting Verstappen in the top three. So the gap has opened up. I'm 145. And uh, Will, you've actually closed the gap on me a bit because you scored 20 points because you had Verstappen and Perez in the top three. Well, so you're, on, you're, you're now not last. You've overtaken Joe Max. You're on 115. Uh, we'll talk about our predictions at the end, but we've got a double header this weekend with MotoGP. No, we haven't. I'm talking nonsense. Yes, we have. MotoGP and Monaco Grand Prix. So, I said every week, but I'm confident of catching up Finn. Right. Right, you now. Say that every week I, I do. I, you are right, but my luck's got to change at some I'm actually catching that. You are, but I want to pick last. You just. Uh, Finn picks first. It's always the rules. The, the leader always picks first. So I'm I can sort of... copy me. Well, no, I'm not going to copy you. What's the point of copying? If I copy you, I end up... Okay, yeah, yeah. let me go first. I think I've got you. I've started here. What we yeah, do. yeah. I can, I can then, I can then uh, pick apart your MotoGP predictions. Right. I thought we'd move on to uh, test Will and Finn. So I'm going to ask you I'm some questions. Scan. scan of what? Scan of what? He knows I'm going to Of the... Okay, you've done some last-minute revision. I'll start off with you, Will. Oh, great. And um, I think if you get this one wrong, you, you, you know, you might have to put you in detention if you get this one oh, wrong. No. Yeah, Who won? 1985 World Champion, Will. Where? 1985 World Champion. <coughs> and if you don't get this, there could be repercussions. Oh. 1985 World Champion. You got it wrong last time. Finn got it wrong last time. Told you the answer. Yeah, but I don't know. Will. Can you tell me the answer? 
That's the problem. Right, well, last time you said it's one of two. Yeah, but I don't remember which one I said. Okay. Um, Will, go for an answer, please. Senna. No. Hey. Right, who was it, Finn? You know, I didn't even... Come on, Finn, you, you should know this. Isn't it funny how you don't get 85, get all the others? Okay. No, it was Prost. 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 Oh, it well, was... I don't even remember. Well, he said Senna. That's well off. Yeah, but I did. Senna was 88. Well, he was. But Senna did win a couple of Grand Prix in, in, in 85. What he won the Lotus. Lotus, he won the Portuguese oh, yeah. Grand Prix. His first ever win in, in the wet. He also won the postponed uh, Belgian Grand Prix. Uh, that was at Spa. Do you know why it was postponed? Because it must have been, I think it was May. Um, it was postponed because the it was a very warm weekend and um, <laughs> how do you know it was a warm weekend? Well, because I was alive in 1985. And no, you weren't in Belgium, were you? No, I wasn't. Um, the track um, kind of melted, and what? It did. It, it, some time out was melting. They ran the Formula 2000 race on the Saturday afternoon. I think John Nielsen won that. Uh, and then I remember I got home from boarding school uh, that afternoon, that that evening, okay. and I heard on the radio. Oh, they got problems with the um, Belgian Grand Prix. And I remember this. I had a bath. Got out oh, of the bath. Good, good, right. And then I heard on the radio they cancelled the Grand Prix. You know what I did? What? I cried. I did. I did actually cry. Because you I used to t- cry a lot then when you were younger. Well, I mean, you know, I was just <laughs> young, wasn't I? And um, I was so excited about watching the Grand Prix. So I, I remember I did cry about that. And um, it was then we ran in about September time. Uh, and it was in pretty damp conditions at the centre of London. Were you happy then? Yeah, I was happy then. Who was your favourite driver back then? Excellent question. 80, well, 85, who would I like in 85? I mean, Derek White was kind of my favourite driver. Reni but in 85. When was Renny Arnoux? Renny Arnoux, yes, he was I racing for. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 85, Arnoux was in. What team was he in 85? Oh, blimey, Arnoux in 85. 84, he was Ferrari. Yeah. You know, he's booted out of Ferrari in 85 and replaced with Stephanie Hansen. I've got a feeling, I might correct myself next week, that Arnoux didn't race. Uh, after he's kicked out of Ferrari after the first or second race, I'm not sure he raced again that year. I'm going to double check that, but I think I might be right. What are we talking about just now? No, no. Oh, oh yeah, 85, yeah. But so, I don't know right, right, Will, here we go. Next week, I'll ask you the same question. If you don't get it right, I'll give you a detention for that. Right, Finn, over to you. Uh, let's give you 1991. Is correct. Will, over to you. 1990, look at penalty shootout this. So you've missed one goal. And first, first. Finn's also missed a goal. Well, that wasn't his question then. Oh, what? Um, so, okay. Uh, 1992. Nigel Mansell. Is correct. First to five, right. So if Finn doesn't get any wrong, then he wins. Um, over to you, Finn. 82. Kegel Rosberg. He's right. Will, 83. Um. <laughs> Go on, say it, say it. Just say it. No, no, no. I, no, no, I, think, think, I think, think you can get it right then. So just, oh, my just, gosh. Just go. If you take too long, then it's, sort of, it's not great for radio. I'll listen. I'll listen. Rin. Who? Rin. Who? Johan. Oh you're my right. god, that's 1970. No, no, he was dead actually. Then. He oh, died. Yeah, yeah. he died. Oh, he did he practice. He did. Year was 1970. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, what, 18? PK. It was. Right, Fred, if you get this one, hold on. One, two, three. If you get, you can't lose. Uh, okay, so um, let's go over to you. Oh, here's a good one. 93. 93. That's quite a good one actually. 
See? That, that's... Don't wait too long, Fins. Go for it. Sandler. It's Prost. It was Prost. Oh. Do I get an extra point for that? Ah, next Whoa. week you will, but just, just, just feel happy. I know. Right, so you're back in the game, Will. Okay, Will, 76. Oh, oh my God, no, wait, no, 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 it's Hunt. It is. Now, Finn, if you get this, you can't, hold on, one, two, three, four, yeah, yeah. one, two. Okay, let's go, um, ooh, let's go for 77. It is. Will, you have to get this. If you don't get this, you've lost. Okay, let's go for, oh gosh, let's go for 1978. Mario <gasps> He's got it, Finn. So it's all down if you get this right, you, you win. Right. Let's go for 1994. 94. That would have been Mr. Eton Sen. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It? You're wrong. Both Senna was actually dead because he died. It's Schumacher. It's Schumacher. So, oh. so actually, it's a draw. Three all. Schumacher. One more. One more. Okay. Well, this will decide you. Let's go to Will then. Let's go for. Let's go for 1998. Oh. That's not hard. It is. It wasn't easy, right? Okay. Buy me. Okay. Let's go for. Um, Let's go for 1996. Hill. Is the right. We're stopping there. You are. It's a draw. It's a draw. And next week we do it. We'll have bonus points. I'm really good at my 90s. Well, well done. You came back strongly there. You came back strongly there. Right, let's move on. Because um, we haven't only got 10 minutes to go before the end of lunch. Right, so coming up this weekend, it's a double header. We've got, we got um, MotoGP from Mugello. That's kind of, I would say that the Italian Grand Prix of Mugello is kind of the MotoGP equivalent of the Monaco Grand Prix. It is the Blue Ribbon event. Uh, Mugello, as you know, is a beautiful race track. I like Mugello. Now. I love driving LMP2s at Mugello. Did they deliberately put it on the same weekend? I don't, I, they often tend to, they do tend to be on the same weekend. Um, what I've got here, actually, before we... Look at predictions. I've actually got Will. Do you want to read out the um, the top three MotoGP championship and their points? It's very close. Fabio so, Quartararo with, with 102. Second. Alias Bargaro, 98 points. And they are. And they are Bastianini, 94. So it's really, really close at the top, isn't it? Now, okay. So this is a race I'd like to go to. Maybe I won't go there next year. But I love to go there. I think it's probably quite a difficult Can one. You, have you not been? No, it's quite a difficult one to access because it's in the middle of the countryside, it's in the beautiful Tuscan hills, but there's no town nearby. So to go there, it's going to be quite a tricky one to go to in terms of where do you stay and how do you get to the track. Right, okay, so Finn, because you're our leader, you're going first. All right, in third place, I'm going for Charlotte. No, no, we're going to go MotoGP first. All right. In third place... I have got Enea Bastianini. Mm, okay, second place. Back, back, Naya. Yeah. He's a fresh, he's a, okay, these are good actually. Carry on. Ooh, okay, Will, you go next. Uh, third 
Third. Third. Elias Favreau. Well, that's actually very sensible. Second, yeah. Joanne May. First, Quattararo. Good. I'm glad you all said that because I, there's no doubt, folks, I'm going to going to catch up with you. Right, here's the... Every ex- week he said I know, this, I know, I know, I know, but, but not it's going to happen. Up. I'm going to go... For third place, oh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Miller, third. Now, this is the really difficult bit. Second place, I'm going to go Bastianini. Now, what the mistake wow. that you people have made is this. Ducatis always win at Mugello. So, in first place... Magnaia. And I've got a Ducati one, two, three. Can I just dissect your predictions? Finn, Bastini third is an excellent prediction. Magnaia second is an excellent prediction. Quattro first is a terrible prediction. It's the slowest bike in a straight line. They got a long straight, so that's yeah. not going to happen. Will, you, Alexis Spargo in third, excellent prediction. Joanne Mia. But could probably. finish second, but he's had a he's been really unlucky actually. Yes, yeah, so he's um, gonna be lucky. I would like to see him. I'd like to see him podium. Quattro won't happen yeah, because it's the slowest bike. Watch this happen. Gosh. Imagine. Can you just double check? Don't tell me Quattro won last year. Yeah, he I did. Know. He did win he last, won year. last year. Yeah. And I'm pretty that's sure why I said it. I'm pretty sure last year I said there's no way Quattro would win last year. That's that's why I said it. Right, feeling a bit foolish now. Yeah. Never mind, never mind. Let's move on. So Monaco. Oh. Um, okay, so Finn, Monaco. Third place, Claire. Yeah, it's going to be. These are so boring. Second place. Yeah. Stappen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First place. Lewis Hamilton. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. That's actually, I can see why you said that. Interesting. Will. Because it's been much. Third, now we've got McLaren back in the mix. Third place yeah. signed. Yeah. Uh, second place for Stappen. Yeah. First Leclerc. Yeah. Right. He's been unlucky. Right. But okay. Every right. Okay. So this is what I need to do. Third place. I'm going to go for. Old um, Hamilton's teammate, what's his name? Russell. Russell. <laughs> Second place, Leclerc. First place, Verstappen. And I think, actually, with those predictions, I could have, I could have been on my email. Do you want to know? It's raining in Monaco. I know, I saw that forecast. Do you know who's won the last two Monaco wet Grand Prix? Signs came to Lewis Hamilton. Really? Yeah. Okay, I like you've done some research, haven't you? Now, I, no, I, I came up with an idea. It might have been, I might have told you about this at Fort Park about how wow. Monaco can be improved. Yeah. Because, yes, it is the it's blue... It's not a good idea. It is a good idea. Ben, hear me out. It is the blue ribbon event. Formula One is not Formula One without Monaco. Qualifying is amazing. The race is normally a procession and really boring. Now, I say keep Monaco, but make it a sort of time trial event. So the race on Sunday, each driver um, drives does maybe five laps and it's timed. And then very simply, uh, your winner is the driver who completes five laps in the quickest time. So what will happen there is that people, it's five qualifying laps, so they'll all be pushing to the maximum because people will crash out. So you will get some... Yeah, but then someone will, then it'll be red flags. No, 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 it's one at a time. Oh, one at a time. Or, is it one at a time, you maybe release cars every sort of 20 seconds. So you've got 10 cars or maybe five cars 20 seconds apart. I see what you mean if there's a crash. The if there's yeah, a crash. Okay, or maybe you just do it single car for three laps. Single car, three laps. So it, it would be an incredible spectacle because cars would be going flat out for three laps. What? There would be no, crashes. One car of each team. No, you'd have one car on the track at each time. I think I've just sorted Monaco. I've just sorted Monaco. I've just What's done it. What's the point of even going? Well, because, because, it, because it is the Blue Ribbon event. Yeah, but then only... 
Well, what if someone? You're going to get an incredible spectacle of cars going flat out, through qualifying Wait, laps, so trying not to hit the barriers, but pushing as hard as they can. Every team power one person in the car. No, no, no. no. You, you, or do you get both? You, all, all 22 drivers or whatever um, do three laps by themselves. Yeah. I think I've sorted that. But that's just going to take ages. Yeah, okay. okay. That's going to well, take. Well, hold on. What if it's three laps per car? What are, are there 20 cars? Yeah. Three twenties, 60 laps. How many laps is a Monaco Grand Prix? It's, it's more 68. than that. I've got it sorted. 72. So actually, it won't take eight. It'll take you your two hours. I have sorted Formula One. Um, I don't think you have. No, I don't, I don't think you have either. I'm sure. You can't have a race weekend without a proper race. Yeah, I like what you're saying. Be. I understand what you're saying. But it's not really a race, is it? But then qualifying doesn't mean anything. I like what you're saying, Will. I'm going to take what you said, the pair of you, give us some thought this week and come back to you next week. I'll tell you what, I should be running the FIA really? because I, I'm more so You probably would have done a better job than Michael Massey. Absolutely. Oh, I love Massey Absolutely. because he made a cracking decision at the end of the year. Right. Now, on, on that note, we're going to have to stop because you've got to go to lessons and I don't. What is it? But, but look, um, I'm going to overtake you with these predictions. Well, I am very confident. Because science came second last week. So I've gone for Stappen to win. No, I mean, Hamilton to win. I'll tell you what, Finn, if, you get, if Hamilton wins... That would be insane. That would be insane. Let's hope he... Okay. Actually, it would be quite nice for the sport if he does. Also, this would be the first ever year well, that he hasn't won a race if he doesn't win a race this year. Right, people. You got it. What do you got this afternoon? Oh, we didn't talk about Finn's batting performance yesterday. Oh, yes. Finn, how many runs did you score yesterday? Let's tell the whole world how many runs you scored in the match yesterday. How many? 102. Right, you got a duck. How many balls did you It play? wasn't a duck. It was two balls. I had two balls. Yes, that's a duck. You just got any rounds? No, a duck when you get out first ball. No, that's a golden duck. Finn, you got a duck. And I believe you were caught out, is that right? Yeah. What does your very good cricket coach, i.e. me, tell you that all... What do all good batsmen do when they hit oh, the ball? Oh, hit it on the ground. Hit, hit it on the ground. ground. Yeah, guess who else got caught out? I know. These two are hopeless. Right, I got four outs. Right, they've got a brilliant coach. Um, no, that who got, we both have a great excuse. Yeah. The ball, the ball was awful was so unbouncy, oh it was ridiculous. Right, so you got a duck because the ball was unbouncy. On that note, we'll leave it there. Until next week, it's goodbye. Bye-bye. This was an SJC radio production. The presenters were Mr. Bird, Will and Finn, the editor, Mr. Bird, and the producer, Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as tune in like we've been on since we started. So head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well.